There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Somebody said, oh, I hope you die of cancer, right? So, so I just went, if you're going to abuse me, at least put some fucking effort into it. Is it now a conscious effort for you to to be yourself in front of camera or is it still just as natural? I'm the same person. Yeah. I can't be anything else. This is yeah. me. This is just me. I just didn't want to break June's art by saying, June, I've got us into 35 grand's worth of debt here. I'd be lost without her. She's she's everything to me. Right, folks. I had to do it. Sorry, I had to do it. I am here with East Midlands finest, the wolf of Loughborough. It's Dave, also known as Blue Van Man. How are you doing, Dave? I'm all right. The wolf of Loughborough. I've never been called the, well, the wolf fox of Loughborough. That's it, the fox. Yeah, that's probably the, better, isn't it? The wolf, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, mate. I'm really chuffed that you asked me on and uh, only pleased to help you out. That's a, that's a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine, all right. I should say. So you're everyone's favourite reviewer. I will say quickly, big shout out to Clarence Street Studios for accommodating us yeah. here in Leicester. I'm going to use these again. Yeah. I'll, no, when he's all set up, I'm going to get in touch with the old lad. And uh, Yeah, we're going to touch on your podcast that you, you've got yeah. coming up soon. We'll touch on that. Um, it's a shame we're doing this in the morning, though. We could have had a beer and a burger. I've done a live review, really. Well, yeah, we could have had some... I'm going to have to throw this in now, but uh, <laughs> we could have had a beer orc. Uh, <laughs> now I've got me. Um, don't forget to use the code BVM10. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could have done that. We could have had a burger and a beer and had a proper chat, haven't we? But, uh, next hey, time. Next, next time. We'll I'd have left the van at home, time. obviously. Mm-hmm. There's none of that drink driving yes, thing. Yes, please drink a, responsibly. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'd have got the train. Uh, generally, though, how's life treating you? It's been a weird old year, hasn't it? But um, yeah, how, how have you been? Uh, um, yeah, it's uh, life's treating me quite well at the moment. Um, uh, obviously, with this uh, the lockdown thing and whatever's kicking off there, it's uh, put the mockers on my channel. Obviously, mm-hmm. I review burgers and mm-hmm. KFCs and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, they're not bringing anything new out. But uh, apart from that, life's just okay. You know, yeah. we're just moving along and trying to make the best of a shit situation yeah absolutely mm. now in this chat dave i want us to to get deep i want to know first of all what was little blue van man like in school because you that's your birth name isn't it blue van man that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get that read out and register um i was i'm just you know what? i'm just a normal kid uh from a normal background mm. um my parents split up a couple of times and uh i went to school obviously and i just i i was never I was never really that very bright at school. I was always the one messing around. You know, right. time and time again, the report was Dave could do better. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's always talking. And I weren't really bothered. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just wasn't bothered. And the way that then I just like carried on through school and didn't really. I wanted to do woodwork at school. Oh, the right. idea was I wanted to leave school and work with my dad as a carpenter. Uh, and they put me in art. So, of course, as soon as they put me in art... I can see you as an artist. Yeah. I can see to, that. To be fair, I was, I'm not a bad drawer. Yeah. You know, I have got quite an, an artistic mind if I, if I think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you can see from what I do now, I can, <laughs> I can think about things and I'll try and bring the best out of things I can. Um, so, yeah, I, I was 
I was just really disappointed. As soon as they didn't put me in woodwork, mm. that right, school were done for me. Right. And it wasn't the, I mean, if uh, people who watch this, the kids who watch this, uh, don't do that. It's, it was not the wisest of moves I ever did. <laughs> um, you know, I've had some, I left school, I've got practically no qualification. In fact, I don't even know what my qualifications were. I didn't even turn up for half my exams. You know, and this is all, you know, I, I, it, it, it sounds like it's done well for me through not going to school or going to school and not yeah. bothering because my house, you know, our house is ours, the car's ours, we've got no debt now or anything like that. I've, I've, but I've put hard work in whatever I've done, I've always put hard work in. So kids, please get an education because it's not the brightest thing to do what I did. Mm. But uh, no, I left school and... Um, I've had some real rubbish jobs, but I've also had some real good jobs. So. Yeah. Mm. How when you when you left school then? How was that um, that sort of flow into into the adult world? Because now I know for, for young people, it's quite stressful because there's so many options. But sometimes picking one is what put what causes a lot of stress for these people. Mm. But for you, was there was there like a clear and obvious path for you to take, or was no, there still many to many there to was go nothing. from? Um, I still wanted to go and work with my dad um, because my dad was a window fitter. Right. Uh, he worked for a company called Sign Windows in Leicester. And, uh, you know, we... Well, what happened was I left school and I went on a YTS. You know what a YTS I've is? I've got no idea. What a YTS, YTS was is. one of Margaret Thatcher's great idea where to get the youth <laughs> into experience and pay you £26, 25 pence a week. Mm. So in 1986, I don't know what that's worth nowadays... Probably nothing. It's probably no still idea. worth about twenty five pounds or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, twenty one pound now. Yeah, it's, yeah, um, yeah. So I went to work for a company called Pepper and Matthews doing removals. The idea was I was going to be some kind of lorry driver. Right. Anyway, I got fed up with that because I got fed up with just cleaning the warehouse up. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to do things. I didn't want to just learn how to sweep a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, then my dad says, "Well, look, do you want to come and work for me? I'm going to go and work for a company called Sign Windows. I need a." somebody who's not very bright but can lift heavy things, which was me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, went and worked with my dad for a couple of uh, years. And then my mum and dad split up. And apart from me then trying to kill my dad for leaving, mm. um, I decided to go on my own way and um, just got a forklift truck license. And that was it, really. I just worked in warehouses and that kind of thing. Yeah. So. How, old you, how old you were you when they split up? Um well, they'd split up a couple of times in my younger teens. Right, okay. um, So that was quite devastating. Yeah. Um, but I never yeah, I never held it against my dad, really. I did at the beginning because, you know, it's it's not the best thing to have done to mm. you. You know, the family home split up. When all, but when all said and done, my dad weren't happy, my mum weren't really happy, and that was the that was the way it went. You know, yeah. if you're not happy with somebody, you end up killing them, I suppose, don't you? Yeah, of course. Some people, it takes time to realise that, yeah, though, doesn't it? it? Does. In the heat of the moment, it's a stressful thing. Definitely, yeah. So if people are out there, you know, kids are out there and the parents are split up, they are splitting up for a reason and it's a, mm. and it's probably a good reason because you don't want to be around somebody who you really don't... I can't say my dad disliked me, mum, or hated mm. her. He just didn't want to be with her. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he left and I joined him and we started fitting double glazing and it was great. Then my dad left home and um, that's when I decided it's time to stand on my own two feet, not let my mm-hmm. dad just look after me kind of thing, pay me a few quid, just bear money tokens and that, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. time to stand up. And that really, I started working in warehouses and I did, I do, I really did enjoy it. So. Did you handle that well, that step up? Oh yeah, it makes feet. you a man. It makes you, 
it makes you become the person that you need to be in life. Yeah. Uh, two days now, nowadays, people are too wrapped up in cotton wool. Where back in the eighties, you had to stand up. You mm. know, it's you. You can't take any shit off anybody. You've yeah. got to really. You 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 forge your way in life, and you, you this is when you start uh, chiseling out your own personality, your own who you are. Yeah, you know, yeah. and this is what my channel is about. You know, days when I used to unload lorries of eggs by hand in ca- in cases when they used to come over from Holland. It's me and Chris who we I've done a couple of videos with. You know, it makes you the person you are today. You yeah, know? I think it's quite easy to to disregard the fact when you're doing those jobs that it's yeah. character building. It is character building. Yeah, but then you re- you don't realise that until after. No. Like, some, like I look back on some of the jobs that I've had and I'm like, I'm so glad I had that. Yeah. Whereas at the time, in a period where I maybe wasn't enjoying it, I'm like, I'm getting nothing from yeah. this. But then you look back down, that's just how reflection it works is. in it, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I got made redundant once uh, and um, I just went and got an agency job. I weren't really bothered mm. what it was. And in Loughborough, we've got a place called Shellthorpe. And um, it used to be the main road. As you come off the A6 in Loughborough, to go round Loughborough, you go along this road, Shellthorpe mm-hmm. Road. And I've swept that with a sweeping brush. And people were driving by who knew me, and I was sweeping the, bro- the road. Now, yes, it's uh, embarrassing to say that you swept the road, but I was out there, and I was fucking earning my money. Yeah. And I've got pride yeah. that I was sweeping a road, right? It's... I'm not bothered if people were laughing, mm. and I certainly don't care if they were laughing now, but it builds the person that you are. Yeah. Nowadays, there's too many people who think these uh, lecturers and these uh, university people who tell these kids that they can do anything, they can do anything, but they, they think they can do it all. In yeah. You've got to get out there, and you've actually got to become the person you need to be. Mm. Have you always enjoyed hard work? Is that always something that you, you like being busy with, with the work you're doing? Don't ask June that because she'll probably <laughs> say no. But yeah, I I like I like to be busy. Um, or I like to be busy. I, t- I like to be. I mean, where I work now, I used to make the plastic. We right. made the plastic yeah, for the yeah. cable covering for Wembley, the Emirates, and all that. Because right. it does not burn. Well, it does burn, but it does takes a long while to burn. Mm-hmm. It's got a real good, uh, a flame resistant. And uh, anyway, I um, I got a job in the warehouse because I could take the pay cut. And um, I sorted the warehouse out and it took me a fortnight. Yeah, it took like, there were some blokes in there who'd been working there years and the warehouse was just a shithole. Mm-hmm. And it took me a fortnight to get it done. So yeah, I like, uh, I like to try and organize things. I like to keep things tidy and yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy it, yeah. What about football? Has football always been a... A big part of your life? Um, football's, yeah, even from an early age. Um, my first memory of football really was that uh, I watched Liverpool win the European Cup in colour. Um, my my, per- my dad was a, a Leicester fan, but he right. didn't really have time for football because he was always working on a okay. Saturday and, you know, that kind of thing. So I didn't really have a big memory of Leicester at the beginning, but my first memory of football was watching Liverpool win the European Cup. Right. Um, the bloke down the road, he'd just got a colour TV, right? <laughs> and uh, my dad used to get on well with him. You know, they used to be chatting and always drinking kind of thing. And anyway, he says, does Davey want to come and watch the football? And like, my dad says, do you want to watch it? I went, 
yeah, all right. Well, my dad couldn't do it because he had to go out and price some jobs up or something, mm. or probably doing what he was doing that he shouldn't have been doing. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I went round and um, I watched the football. It was brilliant. And that was my first memory of football of Liverpool in the European Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad had got a mate called Racker, and he used to follow Leicester everywhere. And that's really when I started to take an interest in Leicester kind of thing. And, um, yeah, it just went on from there. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I love football. Brilliant. There is There was a few years, I think it's sort of over now, because now people are, are sick of Leicester just winning games. Mm-hmm. There was a period where Leicester were definitely everyone's favourite second club. I think when they won the league, especially, yeah. everyone had this, like, a bit of an emotional attachment to yeah. them because it was incredible and it yeah. painted the Premier League in the best light. And then, I mean, to go from that and then, obviously, the owner, Vichai, uh, sadly passing, everyone was just drawn into this club. But do you think, for you, in the recent years, from the outside, it looks like there's been a bit of an emotional roller coaster as Leicester fans? Oh, it has. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, right? Years ago, uh, when I was in my late teens and my early 20s, I used to follow Leicester everywhere, mm. you know. Well, not everywhere. You can't afford to go every game. <laughs> yeah. um, and to be honest, I weren't really bothered about going down to Millwall. <laughs> you know, with all due respect, Millwall, it's... <laughs> Oh. In fact, there's a funny story there, isn't there, about Chilwell? I won't go off this, but Chilwell didn't want to take the free kit. Uh, didn't want to take a throw-in at Millwall away because they oh, were shouting cool. at him. Oh, yeah. What's oh, yeah, all that about? That. And like Chelsea going, oh, yeah, we'll buy him. He's got yeah. some balls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so well, anyway. Not, not bitter about it at all. I'm not no, bitter. No, no, I'm no, more no. than happy with the 50 million. <laughs> uh, hopefully they've got something where they've got add-ons as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he ever plays, they might get a bit more. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I've lost what I'm on. That's it, Leicester fans. Uh, Leicester. Yeah, uh, yeah so I uh, followed Leicester all over the place. And, um, in, you know, Everton away. And, oh, you know, some, we had some real good laughs as well. And uh, then uh, you, I used to go down with my dad as well when we went down to the King Power. And then you have to start taking stock of what you ne- your money needs to go on. Yeah. So when we met, when I met June and we got married and then we had Ginge and, You've got mortgages to pay. You've got bills to pay. So mm-hmm. the football takes a back seat. It's, it's logic. It's, I would yeah. say most people who go to football now will not be going in so many years when they are married and have kids and a mortgage. Yeah. Live football is not a cheap hobby at all. It isn't, no. And you could tell that when me and my dad used to go, I mean, I think me and my dad, the last game me and my dad went was West Ham uh, years ago when De Canio played. Mm. Uh, so anyway, then in the end, I just couldn't afford it. Uh, so knocked it on the head. And then... Uh, I still watch Leicester, but on the telly kind of thing. Yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I'm working on a Saturday, I'm working on a Sunday and all this, and you, you just grab it when you can. Yeah. Uh, but then obviously they went down. Um, you know, uh, it was just shocking, weren't it? They went really down. And you could just see them in free fall. Mm. Um, and then we then they just started to come back. You know, uh, Mandricky bought Leicester, didn't he? And then he... He did the right thing and he was making it and then he sold it. And it's like, you're thinking, right, what's going on? And I've always been wary of foreign owners. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just they seem to think, right, we'll come in, we'll do what we can, we'll take what we can out the club, out the club and then we'll just make money. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, here we fucking go. Are we allowed to swear on it? I'm just... No, no, that's right, fine. Yeah, it? don't worry. I thought, here we fucking go now. Then what's going to happen? Anyway, they just like started putting money into the club and they started putting money in around the surrounding areas and they started putting money into the council wards at Leicester. Mm. And you're thinking... What's going off here? This ain't your stereotype owners. Yeah, yeah. This what's going off? This can't yeah. be right. And next thing is, it's like we're, we're back in the champ in the Premier League. And we think right, and then like we're all going, oh shit, here we go. We nearly got relegated, and then like 
you're thinking next year we're going to get relegated again. It's going to be a battle. But no. Mm. And it's like, what's going off? What's going off? And it's like, you're still top of the league at Christmas and all that. And we're thinking, right, we're going to fall away. We're going to fall away. But the the funny thing about that season when we won the league is that I never actually, I watched them live twice. Right. Because in the first few games of the season, when we played Sunderland and we won, I, I was actually at work and I didn't hear the result till the end of the game, mm-hmm. like when I went in on my break. And then the following week, um, I went in on overtime and it happened again. I was thinking, all oh, right, something cracking off here. <laughs> so the following week, I did it again and then again. And we didn't lose. We didn't lose. So that season we won the league, I only saw them twice. The first time I saw them was Liverpool at Christmas. I went down with brother-in-laws to watch the game and we lost. Mm-hmm. So that was it. I never, I never did it again. I never watched it again, uh, the game, until the end of the season. So. Wow, so you were the good luck charm, really, think, by not watching the game. But there were people walking into the ground backwards and stuff, because apparently they walked what? into the ground backwards on the first day. And they who, didn't, who's it, doing that in, in any case? <laughs> I don't know. But they, they were just did something stupid. And you like, hear all these silly reports of people saying, I was doing such and such, I was wearing yeah, this top, yeah, I was yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, um, I lived in Thailand when they won the league. Oh, right. Because the, yeah. the Thai owner, like, ugh, it was incredible to see. Like, it yeah. went from... Everyone wearing just random assorted shirts like Liverpool, Man U, yeah. Barcelona, and then at the drop of a hat. I'm done, that's not the sound yeah. of a drop of a hat, but <laughs> randomly, everyone's wearing a Leicester shirt. And like, they're all knockoffs. No, mainly, yeah. Most of them were. I saw some absolute belters. I saw a Fabregas 4 Leicester shirt. You know, great signing. Great signing. But yeah, incredible. I missed the. They did a bus open top yeah, bus they did, parade they? They took to Bangkok. There, I was at work on that day, so I missed that. I was gutted, but yeah, ah, incredible. I didn't get to the uh, the, the drive around Leicester because so I was working and everybody mm. had already booked the day off and I, I was gutted I couldn't oh, wow. get to it. But, you didn't uh, see them lift the trophy either, did you? No, because they blew the Saab up. <laughs> I didn't, I, yeah. I got home, right? Um, I didn't see that game either because I was working. Because, see, this is one of the good things. I don't work nights just for now. Um, but I got home and she says, that car's not working, right? I says, well, what do you want me to do about it now? It's Saturday mm. afternoon. She goes, Take it for a run up, Pordy Crossroads. Oh, shit. So I took it up there and blew it up. Brilliant. It just, it, there was just something wrong with it, something wrong with the uh, energy, energy uh, engine management system, and it just blew it up. Wow. So I'm sat up Pordy Crossroads uh, <laughs> with my car or her car in absolute bits. <laughs> so so it's, it's it. not a good enough excuse to miss it, I suppose, yeah, is it? It's it, a shame. So, yeah, so the car cost us about two and a half grand to get fixed, mm. and the. Um, Mr. Trophy lifting. So you can have three footballers round for dinner. Yeah. Um, dead or alive, but relatively. You recent. want them to be alive, really, don't you? Because they just stink. You don't at want the dead table. people, right? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, you can choose what they're eating. So either what you think they want to eat or what you want to see them eat. So I want to see Fabregas eating a steak and having a nice glass of vino just because I think it would look bloody brilliant. Are you a Chelsea fan? Or? I want Arsenal fan. Oh, Arsenal fan. But, um, oh, yeah. I just think he's a dreamboat. Yeah, well, he was, weren't he? Yeah, well, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, until he left, until he went Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Right down there. Uh, yeah. Um, well, in that case, I think I'd have um, Emil Eske. Um, mm. Love Emil. He'll, uh, you know, he's a big, powerful player. Um and he also donated money to Leicester when uh, they were struggling, when they yeah. went bust. Uh, but I think I'd have Emil eating a Burger King and fries <laughs> and stuff like that. It's uh, That would be brilliant. Yeah, I, think I can see that good. happening. I can yeah, see that. Yeah. Um, my other player uh, would be Ian Wright. 
Um, I have a bit of a soft spot for Arsenal because and uh, I had a bet with a mate when Arsenal won the league mm-hmm. and uh, they went up to Anfield and won. And I had a bet with a friend, uh, 50 quid, which is quite a lot of money in 89, I think. That is a bit, yeah, I was going to say. So, uh, yeah, and anyway, um, but I basically just went on Arsenal because I love Ian Wright. I think he's got the attitude of, if I don't score this one, I'll score the next one. If I don't get that one, I'll get the next one. Yeah. He's got that... I will score goals. Mm-hmm. My job is to score or yeah. create or... He's relentless, isn't he? Yeah, he just keeps going. like a terrier. Mm. Um, I'd probably have Ian eating chicken, rice and peas and that because he just he just cracks me up. I, lo- <laughs> I just love... I'd love to see meet the bloke. Um, like we've said it, we've been on Brian's Yeah, on, oh, on True Jordy's podcast. That was um, brilliant, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And then I think um, I'd have an old-style Leicester City player like um, Steve Linex or Ian Wilson. Right. One of those, because they were another... You know, I used to love watching them. They used to go down there, standing in the cot watching mm-hmm. them. Um, I think I just have them eating a traditional Sunday dinner. Yeah. What, yeah, about, with, what about you then? There's the, a wide array of foods. I'd there. probably have a bit of everything. What, uh, just off of their plate? Yeah. Like, All right, Ian, I'll just nick a bit of that. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably have a bigger plate. <laughs> I don't know. Emil's will be big as well because I bet he can put it away. Uh, I, yeah. I, there again, I'm quite into uh, Mexican food at the moment. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, probably Mexican, and then I would. Uh, I'd have some beer hawk uh, using the code BBM10, <laughs> uh, you know, to get 10% off. Uh, but that would be, yeah, uh, a quality lager from beer hawk. I think, yeah. <laughs> this video is not sponsored by beer hawk. No, but I'm bloody out. But he is, yeah. <laughs> um, but get in touch, feel free. Yeah. Um, okay, I wanted to touch on, touch on debt, which you've spoken about quite Ooh. openly in some of your videos, which I think is, is really good because it's, mm. It's such a taboo subject for a lot of people. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, do you know what? Like, debt got into my life. I had a couple of credit cards, and um, the, 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 the message from the government was basically just keep spending. You know, mm. Gordon Brown and uh, Tony Blair, it, it was the, the debt kept the country running yeah. then. And um, I did, I just carried on spending. Um, I took no responsibility for myself. Um, yeah. What more was there was there like one pivotal moment there, or was it just a string of of decisions that probably maybe didn't work out for you there? The, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't right. doing drugs. I wasn't gambling. Mm-hmm. I, all I was doing was, in the end, I wasn't making enough money to pay the debts. So what was happening was I was taking a debt to consolidate consolidate a debt. Right. To consolidate okay. a debt. Yeah, get into this that is loop. what they were all advertising back in the day. The adverts were. Oh, consolidate all your loans into one easy manageable loan, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So I was doing, but what was happening is I wasn't cancelling the other. So once I'd paid them off, I was using them debts, them cards again to get mm. into more debt. But it, it just built up and built up. And you've always got this thing where I always have this thing where ah, it'll be all right. I'll, yeah. I'll sort it. I'll get it done. I'll sort it. Uh, then one day, uh, after I'd been made redundant, June opened one of my letters thinking it was a job application. And it was a letter for my debt management company that I'd actually right. got in touch with and she wanted to know what cracked off. I just stormed up. That was when she found out. That's yeah. when she found out. She had absolutely no idea mm. that um, I'd got us all into this debt. Yeah. And it was absolutely nothing to do with her. It was just me spending money. Yeah. Just... Uh, and. Um, when I did the video, it's had, I don't know how many thousands of views it's had now. I've had so many people saying it's 
some people saying it's nice that a normal bloke like you yeah. has been in the same situation as they have. They can relate to it. And the amount of people who are actually using uh, debt change, uh, debt change, yeah, I can't remember the name, uh, debt change, debt change. Step change. Step change. Step change. Okay. That's it, yeah. I'll put a link down below. Yes, yeah. Um, step change um, to get themselves out of debt is just absolutely unbelievable. And I must admit, I read a couple of the messages, and I never normally cry. I never normally get emotional over anything. But there was yeah. one bloke, and he was absolutely didn't know what to do. He was in exactly the same situation as me. He was in bigger debt with me. He got people knocking on his door, mm. phoning up letters, and he was trying to hide it all from his wife. And he's also trying to add the mask of – Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's great. And um, did you have that as well? Were you oh, trying to try and very hard to to hide it? I can lie something terribly, right? Uh, to save my skin, I can lie. Um, but uh, I don't do it so much. Well, I don't do it now. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't do it so much. I, mean, I don't know what it means it means it's supposed to mean because I don't mm. lie. Um, but. Um, to save myself as a debt thing, that's what I meant. I don't lie so much now because I'm not in debt anyway, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get myself in a fucking yeah. hole here. Uh, <laughs> June will be watching this and, what are you doing? Are you like that? So, um, yeah, he, he, great. And this bloke that's just got in touch and he got in touch with Step Change and he then sorted his debts out and then he became honest with his wife and told her what was happening. He got back to me later on and said what had happened. Right. And she was exactly like June. She stood by him and um, it was you know, it's a nice, quite touching mm. moment, to be fair, that I've yeah. actually helped so many people just through being yeah. honest. Yeah, that is incredible. And I think because it is such a taboo subject, some people, understandably, mm. people don't like talking about money, regardless of their financial situation as mm. well. People that have money, if they speak about money, people see it as a bit a bit uncouth, a bit yeah. braggy. Yeah. And if people don't have money, they just people just don't like talking about it. Yeah. So, so a massive credit to you for speaking about Thank it you. openly. Thank you. Um, what made it so hard for you to to tell June then? What I'd made let it so her down. hard? I I just basically let her down in every situation, every single way I could have. Mm. June, you know, when me and June got together, um, we've had an absolutely brilliant relationship. I'd be lost without her. She's she's everything to me, um, and I've nearly lost her a couple of times through this stupidity button that I must have in my head. <laughs> You know, I think all blokes have got it. You know, mm. the best thing about June is she goes, "Oh, I like a bad lad," and I think, "Well, I've been a bad lad, but you don't want me." Kind of thing. But anyway, um, yeah, I'd be absolutely lost without her. Uh, she means everything to me, and um, I'm so lucky that I've still got her. You know, people watch us on the videos and think we've got the perfect relationship. Oh, I wish I had. Mm. You know, you know, it's been fucking tough, yeah. mainly through me because I have got this. I don't know. I just can't grow up. Mm. Well, what's, the, what's the key to your relationship now, do you think? We've been through it and um, we've, she's, we've come out on the other side. Yeah. You know, I, I'm making everything up. Every time I can do something nice for her or treat her to something or, you know, mm. I just, I don't lie anymore. I've got no need. I've got no reason to lie. I've got no yeah. reason to hide anything. Um, you know, it just takes a lot of hard work sometimes, mm. especially, I mean, I, I admit, I, I cannot be the easiest person to live with. I am such a fucking idiot. <laughs> Everything, I, I mean, down to Elliot as well. It's like, I must do things on video and Elliot must be sitting there thinking, oh, so what are you doing, Dave? Mm. What, what are you doing? But I can't help it. It's just me. Yeah, It's the personality I've got. It's, I like a laugh and I like a joke and I yeah. like to be impulsive on things, but, 
with me and June now, I'm not impulsive. Well, I am a little bit. I'll say, right, we're doing this, yeah, and we've yeah, gone. Yeah. And she's got no say in it. She just, like, holds on, and that's it, goes. Mm. But, um, no, I'm, you know, you have to grow up a little bit. Yeah. You seem to have a very, um, quite a youthful relationship. Now she's on, on camera a lot more now. She's no well, longer just the voice from afar. And there's a lot of banter, a lot yeah, of banter going back and forth. It is good because when I started out on YouTube, I never actually imagined it would be this. Mm. I just thought like a 50-year-old man doing YouTube into yeah. 100K <laughs> in like two and a half years. Yeah. What's going on? So when I just did YouTube, I just wanted to do it as a bit of fun. And she, you were saying, I'm not having nothing to do with this, nothing, no, I'm not doing this. And anyway, then she started to be the voice mm. in the background. And then one day she just came on camera. Yeah. We got uh, we follow a few people in America called Dutch Creek Cabin and Bobblehead Homestead. And um, we just like their simple way down a life. So we watched them. And anyway, she came on the camera just to say hello to Drew, Dutch oh. Creek Cabin. And that's how it started. Class, class. So do you think, going back to to the debt part of that quickly. Do you think that was um, sort of just a general lack of ability to to open up and discuss like struggles as a whole? Like now in your relationship, is it is it quite open? Is your communication a lot better? Oh, yes. There? Yeah, we're um, we're a lot more... Um, I th That's nothing to do with June. That's just me. Yeah. That's just how I was. That's something um, a lot of men struggle with, though. Yeah, I mean, I have got this attitude where, yeah, I'm, I'm a six foot six, I'm 21 odd stone. You know, mm. for want of a better phrase, I manned up. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. man up because I just kept it all to myself. Yeah. I didn't. I'm, I would say to man up, if you've got a problem, talk about it. Don't just keep bottling it up because it just yeah. gets worse. So, yeah, it's it was lack of communication back in them days. I just didn't want to break June's art by saying, mm -hmm. June, I've got us into 35 grand's worth of debt here. Mm. You know. Yeah. Even five grand's worth of debt, even, you know, a couple of grand. I just didn't have it in me to tell her. Yeah. It's, it's, just, under it's, it's understandable because, yeah. like, like you said, you had a mask on with mm. someone that you're in, in such a strong relationship as well. The last thing you want to do yeah. is to throw your spanner in the works there. Yeah. I think that's probably what it is. You know you've done wrong, but you can't admit you've done wrong mm. to that person because I was, I, I mean, I must admit, I was terrified of losing her. Mm. You know, I mean, there is a one person in the world that can hurt me. It's her. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, yeah, it's, 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 I, I, I don't like it because she's got this power over me, mm. but I'd made the decision to go, you know, I asked her out. I asked her to, I didn't ask her to marry me. I told her she would marry me. I didn't <laughs> want her to say no. Nice. Um, that's not a... Uh, Male dominance thing. That was just, you know, that's how it is. Uh, she could have said no at the altar. Cost me a fortune. But see, actually, most of the wedding were built on the debt as well. But that's oh, a, wow. Well, yeah, because, you know, I just did things. I just did things. Because yeah, what yeah. had actually happened is my mother died and um, I inherited some of the money from her house. Right. But what you don't realise is every time you dip in that money, it goes. It's like a bowl of sugar. Mm. You know, if you drink 20 cups of tea a day, there's not going to be a lot of sugar left. Yeah. And that's how I was with my inheritance. Yeah. I should have paid my mortgage off, but I didn't. I went out and bought a four-litre Explorer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit unnecessary. Dude. I wanted a Range Rover, <laughs> and I couldn't afford one, so I had an Explorer. 
That's still not too bad. That's a good analogy, actually, the sugar, because you take one teaspoon out, it looks the same. You don't notice that there's yeah. any sugar missing until yeah. you look back and compare it. And it is, and um, I don't know. I, I wish um, there was a teacher, when I did my video on the day, a teacher says, oh, I'd love to get in touch with you and see you come and do a talk. Oh, yeah. Well, in a school? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody did it. But you see, this is the problem as well. There is no... Well, there wasn't when I was at school. There was no uh, being taught how to manage your finances. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It, I know it sounds simple. You know, you, you earn £200, you put £100 for your mortgage and your meals, mm. then you just you, – you have to have a uh, strategy of what to do. You need to put some money away for savings in yeah. case the car breaks down. If you need to do this, you need to do that. But there's none of that at school. Mm-hmm. They're too busy wrapping kids up at school and telling them everything will be fine when it ain't. Life yeah. isn't fucking fine. Life's fucking hard work out there. Mm-hmm. And you've got all these lecturers and teachers telling you that everything's all great. It ain't. It ain't great out there. You know, t- kids are coming out of school and, uh, and they're expecting to get jobs of nine to five, finishing early on a Friday, and you're on 35 grand a year. It ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to start at the bottom. You have to learn your way. People say to me, you've inspired me to do a YouTube channel. Well, why have I inspired you to do a YouTube channel? You're 18, you're 16, you've got no life experience. You've got no personality. Mm. And you're going to do a YouTube channel because Brian's found me and Brian's made me, not Brian's not made me, but he's given me the elevation to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And you seem to think that you're going to do the same. You fucking ain't. Yeah. You have got to go out. My life, my YouTube channel is my life. And that is my life. My, I do YouTube. Channel. I will tell you a story of something that's happened in my life. I will tie a football story into a beef burger. <laughs> and people that's, think That's it's why easy. it works, though. That's why it works. It is, it's yeah. real. So. I think, like, the idea and the whole concept of being a YouTuber is seen as a valid career choice for mm. a lot of young people now. I yeah. don't think they realize how hard that really is. Well, you know how hard it is. Yeah, exactly. I tried not I try not to focus yeah. on on the metrics of it and that sort no. of thing. I try to focus on this and yeah. this conversation because and you'll get the break. Yeah. Oh, I hope well, I fucking hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but like cuz in years to come, if uh, if this doesn't work out, I still have these conversations yeah. to remember and they still shape the person you are. Yeah. Whereas I'm not going to be thinking, "Oh, that video got that got fucking loads of views." Mm. Like, that won't matter to me. Yeah. Um yeah, so I think people just have their priorities in the wrong places. Yeah, probably. you've got to have a backup plan. Yeah. You've got to have a backup plan. Don't just be, I don't know. You've yeah. just got to, and open, open your vision more. Just mm-hmm. think wider. Yeah, so. there we go. Let's let's move on to YouTube because you're, you're a big numbers man, a star <laughs> YouTube? player. YouTube? What the bloody hell is YouTube? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a star player these days. But um, now that you've got, it's 122K subs, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just went through yesterday or something or the day before camera. Brilliant. Yeah. Is it now... Is it now a conscious effort for you to to be yourself in front of camera, or is it still just as natural as when you first started? Um, well, I'll tell you what, you've been here with me for an hour and a half. What do you think? Yeah, very Am good I still point. the same boy? Very, very good point. From the moment I saw you walking down the road, I thought, yeah, there he is. Yeah, I'm, YouTube, I'm still, people say don't change. People then, some. you get some idiots who say, oh, you've changed, you're not the same person. From a Harry's Razors, when mm-hmm. I first started this, um, I am the same person. I have just got – I've always been a confident person, whatever I do. Yeah. Right? If you like me, you like me. If you don't, oh, I fucking couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. But 
on YouTube, I have grown with confidence. You can't, you can't have a growth of 100,000 people in less than two and a half years and not have confidence. I would say I'm confident. I might be a little bit cocky about it. Mm-hmm. That's hard not to become about. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, I'm the same person. Yeah. I can't be anything else. This is yeah. me. This is just me. That's perfect, though. If you were someone else, then people would would catch drift of that, yeah. and and it wouldn't feel right. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't be no. the same. I don't get. Don't get me wrong. I expect people to get. Uh, you, you don't get to people following you from day one and then still watching you now. You know, it's you know yeah. people get bored of you. You can only watch. You can only watch so much Friends. You can only watch so much <laughs> EastEnders. And you can only yeah, watch. You course, know what I mean? Yeah. You, you get bored of it. Yeah. So I don't expect every time I uh, release a video to get 122,000 views because it ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. The yeah. rise that you've had has been, it's been quick and it's been powerful as well. Um, you've done some really cool shit now, like being on True Geordie's podcast, um, on the kickoff, uh, Jack Mate's podcast, giving Jamie Vardy his Player of the Month award, which, I mean, that's incredible really when you think about it. But has the, what has been the standout moment for you? I would say my debt video. Mm. My debt video has touched so many people. I know we've just been talking yeah. about it. Um, I'm surprised by that. Even though it was such a, a big thing, I thought maybe you'd, you would have said like a, one of the opportunities that, it, that it's led, led you to. But that's, that's brilliant. That, uh, that is great. Well, this is it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm proud of my Jamie Vardy thing. The Jamie Vardy thing never nearly happened. Yeah, yeah. I Elliot saying, said like yeah. he just went through my spam. Mm. and found it there accidentally. And like, it was all a bit of a mad race at the end, you know, so I've got to, Elliot for that, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it, it, I think the video of that thirty-five thousand. Also, the ones where I do where me and June do the uh, we did a bereavement one because uh, June lost her mum. Right, she was fucking careless of her, weren't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That joke found her behind the back of the settee. <laughs> um, no, uh, June's mum died, and uh, June was so close to her mum, it was you know ridiculous. It was like. You know the Princess Diana interview when mm. she said there were three people in the marriage? Well, that's how it was with us. Yeah. You know, wherever we went on holiday, uh, June's mum come and all that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, we did a bereavement one, and we were quite proud of that one. That helped a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people struggle with that. So they yeah. like hearing other people's experiences. Yeah. Um, has YouTube, has it ever led to any form of negativity in your life? There's a lot of people... Quite understandably, I'd say, especially maybe younger creators, they stress a lot about this video didn't do as well as the last one. And then there's there's some comments from people on like, you know, football Twitter, for example, is just a, a horrible place. Yeah. But has that has have you been affected by anything like that? Or have you always been able to keep your your priorities right? Keep your, your eyes yeah, on, on I, prize? Well, if people do want to do YouTube, right? One, don't worry about subscribers. Two, don't worry about views. Don't keep waking up in the morning and having a look. Oh, I've only got two mm. extra. Don't do that because that just makes you go mad. Well, not that I've ever done it, so I don't know, but I've never done it. Um, what was the question? Um, has it led to any negativity? <laughs> negativity. Um, I've had some negativity. Uh, I, I never used to want to block, right? I right. always had this thing that I never, ever wanted to block because I'm a big fan of freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. But if you've got constructive criticism, I'll take it on the chin. I will take it around, twirl it around in my little brain, and then probably dismiss it anyway. Yeah. Um, but 
if you're going to start to be just abusive, and I've started to block because I cannot be bothered with it. Mm -hmm. If you start dragging other people in as well, my friends, then I will block you. Um, I've had the odd case where people, somebody's put, uh, somebody said, oh, I hope you die of cancer, right? Mm. So, so I just went, if you're going to abuse me, at least put some fucking effort into it. And they've never come back to me. Mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, that's the way it is. That's how some people get the little kicks. And if they're having a go at me, then they're, they're not upsetting anybody else. Fair enough. So you've got thick skin in that, in that Oh, regard. God. I've hung around with people called Tim Watson, Ian Hunter, right? And <laughs> <Fucking> th <laughs> they would rip you to bits. If you can't survive in that, they would. Mm. And so the lads I've hung around with have made me thick skin. So, yeah. Is there an end goal with YouTube or is it enjoy the process, see where it takes you? Um, I haven't got an end goal as such. I'll just keep doing this. Um, we've got some plans coming up soon, me and June. Uh, about what we're going to, uh, you know, we, we we just want to do different things. Yeah, uh, We might not be doing so many videos day after day after day, mm -hmm. um, but no, I've not got no end goal. I'm just going to enjoy this as much yeah. as I can. And I, that's what I should, I'd suggest to everybody in life. Just go and enjoy your life. Do what you do and just, you know, mm -hmm. that should be it. That's the best way to go, I think. Yeah, yeah rather than focusing on that. Yeah. Okay, before we round this off, I always finish this podcast now with some long ball questions. So right. no more ticker tacker. These are gonna be they're gonna be uh yeah, I just want to get your honest opinion on these. Okay. Um what is happiness to you? Probably June. June at the moment and ginge. Um The family's always been important uh, to you. No, the family hasn't always been important to me. Not whether because like when my mum and dad and that, it I've always been I don't know. Family's not, I'm not this like family and everybody's mm -hmm. all that together. But now I have got my own little family. Yeah, it's, um, they're, they're, they're the ones, mm -hmm. you know. Although I could quite easily shove Gingy's head in the microwave sometimes because <laughs> she's a complete fucking nightmare. <laughs> what about on the other, other end of the spectrum? What, what makes you sad? Um, I'll tell you what's making me sad at the moment, this current climate of, uh, the COVID thing, and I think with the uh, inability of politicians to mm -hmm. actually get a grasp of what is happening mm -hmm. and what the effect they are having on people's lives through the decisions they're making, um, I don't particularly trust any of them. Mm. I think they're all just a complete waste of time. I think they're all in it for themselves. I mean, that Chris Valance come out and he's got 600,000 shares in that uh, mm. GKS, isn't it? Glasso Smith or whoever there. There's, I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, it, it was in the paper the other day. And right. I just, I have just got, it's politicians of today just make me sad. Blue Van Man for Prime Minister, maybe. <sighs> Do you know what? People keep saying that to me. Do they? Yeah. And I you do, look like you thought about it. Do you know, I've always enjoyed politics. And through my life in politics, right? The first time I really took interest in politics was when Margaret Thatcher won the election in 79, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I can remember the strikes in the late 70s because of the power cuts and my mum and dad always arguing over money. Mm -hmm. So I took an interest then. Um, and then as the politicians have come and gone through Thatcher, Major, Blair, Brown, uh, I can't really remember, they're all, mm -hmm. they're all fucking useless now. My life has not changed one bit, right? Mm. We are all just plodding along. Granted, 
I've got a house and I've got my car and I've got my van. That's all been paid through through hard work. That's got fuck all to do with politicians telling me what and what I can do. Yeah. That every, nothing changes. We all go to work. We all still pay the same tax. We've all got people who dislike people. We've all got people who love people and all that. Nothing's changed. Mm. Absolutely nothing has changed from 1979 when I took a first interest. Mm-hmm. They're all a bunch of idiots. <laughs> what about yourself are you most proud of? <sighs> I'm proud of the fact that I've achieved what I've achieved in my life is all through my own hard work. Yeah. I know I've mentioned my house and the car and the van. It's mm-hmm. all we've done that. I've, I'm I'm proud that I got into debt and I got out of debt mm, to yeah. do that. Uh, and I absolutely worked. I was working like 13 days in a row, to not just to pay the debt, but then the money that went to pay the debt off so that we could have a holiday. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'm proud that uh, whatever we've got now, this minute, mm-hmm. is all ours. And we, you know, we're it's all through hard work. Yeah, It's not been given to me on a plate, mm. you know. And my mum's inheritance, yeah. My mum's inheritance was, but I wasted that, and then I learned from the mistake. Mm-hmm. If you don't learn from your mistakes, you ain't gonna get on in life. Yeah. Uh, and final question: What advice would you give a sixteen-year-old Dave? Do you know what? I've asked. I've been asked this a couple of times, and I don't honestly know because what I am today is going through making the mistakes. If I said to Dave, "When you're twenty, whatever." don't take any debt out, mm. that wouldn't make me the person I am today. Mm-hmm. It would be completely different. Um, I don't know. I think I'd say go and stick a tenner on Leicester to win the Premier League. <laughs> that yeah, would probably yeah, be the best. Uh, that would be the best advice. But this is what we were saying at the beginning. Um, you've got to have life experience. You've got to make your mistakes. You've got to grow into the person that you're going to be. Yeah. And, if you if somebody told you if Dad Doctor Who turning up saying don't do that, you're not going to be the person you're going mm-hmm. to be eventually. Yeah, it's not going to be like, you know, don't become a serial killer or anything like that. Because that's not, yeah. yeah, because that's like that's common sense. But mm-hmm. no, I think I wouldn't. Go, I wouldn't go back in time. Mm-hmm. Dave, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I thank you for having me on. I like to thank the lad who's been working hard behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, behind the and scenes I will, if, if, when he's got this place sorted, I will do a podcast down here, hopefully. Go. I've got faith in you, buddy. <laughs> I keep an eye out for Blue Bear Man podcast coming soon. What's it going to be called? The one we've got, the uh, with Uncle Steve. Steve. Um, for the visually it's the impaired. VIP one. It's ah, a visually okay. impaired podcast. Um, we were going to do it before this lockdown, but obviously we all got told to stay in and mm-hmm. obey the rules and everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Boris, it's not, is it? It is not fine. We all stopped <laughs> and obeyed the rules. Um, yeah, so hopefully I'll be seeing Steve soon. We'll be doing a podcast and it's just basically Steve's life. I'll be Brilliant. sitting where you are. Well, not doing your yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. So. Brilliant. Can't wait for that. Okay, people, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you for joining us on the Football and Feelings podcast. And thank you to Dave thank once you. again. Thank Cheers. you for having me on. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 